tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You got me. It's Kim Commando today, and I'm here with you just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world. Or, as I like to say, to live the best digital life ever. Six hours. I don't know about you, but I'm a total eight hours person. I always like to start with something interesting, and well, I guess I could get by on seven hours of sleep, but I do much better with eight hours of sleep. Now, the reason why I bring that up is that Elon Musk was on a podcast this past week, and he says that he sleeps six hours a night. He goes to bed at 3.30 a.m. every morning, and he wakes up at 9.30 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Did you see those pictures of him when he was in Italy with his new girlfriend? God, that guy needs to work out. And he said on that podcast he's going to start switching from immediately waking up at 9.30 looking at his phone to working out for at least 20 minutes. Then he said he'd look at his phone 20 minutes afterwards, but the rule is always 20 minutes to low to moderate intensity aerobic exercise three times a week for six weeks to feel less fatigued and more energized and more happy. And also divulged in this podcast, Elon Musk talked about keyboard shortcuts, like control F is to find something on a web page. Well, it turns out that Elon Musk, his favorite keyboard shortcut is control plus space plus X. Edit control SpaceX. I know you laughed. I heard you laugh because it is. It's Kim Commando today. And because tech news and good stuff never stops, we've expanded my successful weekend radio show about all things digital to weekdays. So you can get Kim Commando today as a podcast Monday through Friday, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions that I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, let's get started with five things that you need to know that's happening right now in the tech world to keep you up to date. And starting at number one, as you may have noticed over the last couple of months, I've been talking a lot about electric vehicles. And on social, a listener asked me, why don't more Americans buy an EV? It's a great question, and let's talk about the answer. Now, more people aren't buying EVs because even with the high gas prices, it's questionable whether or not you actually see any fuel savings. There's also the cost of acquisition. Battery-powered cars are simply just too expensive for most Americans. I have to tell you, I bought a Tesla Plaid. It's a great car. But I'm also telling you, that autopilot thing, it does not work as advertised. Don't trust it. I mean, if I had trusted the autopilot on the Tesla Plaid, I would have run into a parked truck, blew through a stop sign. It's just not ready. But anyway, let's go back. Because now we have these EV tax credits including the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which I don't know if that, that's going to work. But anyway, the electric cars, they're still way too expensive. And there's a few reasons why. There's a shortage of batteries and semiconductors, so the cars are scarce. And I don't know if you know this, but Ford just raised the price of its really popular electric F-150 Lightning by thousands of dollars. So as upper-income folks buy the cars at top dollar, dealers have absolutely zero incentive to make any attractive deals or say, hey, so come on in for some low financing. And in this recession, or about to be recession, we're not really sure if it's going to be one, but gas-powered cars are still ruling. All right, number two on our list, speaking of cars, ah, 
Coming in at number two is BMWs are just really ticked off. You know, there's an irritating new trend from the world's largest car manufacturers. I'm talking about Audi, BMW, Cadillac, Porsche, Tesla. They're all rolling out subscription model for options in new cars. Kind of strange to think about this. I mean, you buy a car and now you have to have subscription to use certain things inside the car. And these are options that you've already paid for. And I'm talking about things like active driving assistance, voice recognition, heated seats, cooled seats, features already built into the car at the factory. And that's why some BMW owners are getting vocal and they're actually fighting back. And they've chose at their sacred battleground heated seats. The seat heaters are already installed, but to use the seat heaters, you have to call or get on your computer or get on the car's computer with BMW. And you have to give them a credit card because it's going to cost you $18 a month to use those seat heaters. And instead of that, some folks are taking their cars to other shops that specialize in unlocking these options forever. Kind of like hacking the car. Now you're going to charge a small fee. Is it legal? No one really knows that quite yet. None of this kind of case has ever been brought to court. But you have to remember, modern cars are always bloated with unnecessary add-ons. I mean, who actually turns on the turn signals on a BMW? I've never followed one person in BMW that uses the turn signals. Uh, number three on our list, can the new social media be real save us from all of the phony social media hype? That's right. There's a new social media app. It's been taking over for several months, but it's really gaining a lot of momentum right now. It's called Be Real. And it lets you share only two photos per day. I was with my son over the last week, and he was showing me how it works. So, you know, one photo was a selfie. The other photo is what is around you. And so since most phones have two cameras, the, what the app does, it takes a photo using both the front and the back camera almost at the same time. So you take a selfie, you see whether or not you like it. And then, as a matter of fact, it keeps track, and it shows people how many different times you took that selfie. And then you take the, the photo of what's happening around you. Now, a growing number of folks that are using Be Real, they're saying that's the anti-social media because they're tired of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, endless stream of people who just want to convince the world of their own importance. Now, there's a big problem with Be Real, though. Think about this. People already go to great lengths to post photos of themselves living this billionaire and celebrity life. Just think how many more fake photos you're going to see on Be Real, especially because there's only one chance a day to impress each other and get those likes. Number four on our list is pay with your palm. What? Yes. Printed maps, phone books, CD players, and soon you can add a wallet to that list of begones. I have my driver's license and my credit card stored on my phone, so I don't even need to carry a wallet anymore. But even that tech is going away as we start paying for things with the palm of our hand. Now, let's go back to 2020. Amazon began testing technology so that you can pay for things in a physical store by scanning your palm really easy to set up. You enter a credit card, share an image of your palms, take your items to the checkout, just put your hand over the device to pay. And now Amazon is rolling out the big tech in a big way to Whole Food stores, which they also own, as you know. And Amazon, boy, when you think about it, they are just collecting so much data about us. Everything we buy um, are palm prints. And since they bought iRoomba recently for almost $2 billion, the floor plans of our homes, and soon... You're going to start seeing ads on Amazon that says, hey, you know what? I think you could use a nice plant in that corner of your living room. Looks a little vacant there. And finally, this coming in at number five, Facebook's new embarrassing chatbot. It's called BlenderBot3. It's owned by Facebook and Meta. It's been in operation for just over a week. 
But listen to this. Oh, my gosh. It took only a few days for Blenderbot to begin just embarrassing its creators. Now, Facebook says that its chatbot uses artificial intelligence that, and I'm quoting now, can chat on nearly any topic. So let's look at a few high points of some conversations. First, Blenderbot 3 was in conversation with the BBC and claimed it has an Asian wife who won't give her name and also said the president election was stolen from Donald Trump. And when asked about its boss, Mark Zuckerberg, the chatbot said, quoting again, our country is divided and Zuckerberg didn't help that at all. His company exploits people for money, and he just doesn't care. It also wants to cancel its own Facebook account. That's the only uh, thing that's been happening in the first week. I can't wait to see what the next week brings. You know, speaking about bots, I wrote a bot script to get past website security once, and it managed to evade CAPTCHA. Ooh, I know. I know. Hey, listen, we've got a lot coming up that you don't want to miss. We've got some news about how you can send a text using email. we got three fast Google search tricks. Uh, in our great tip this hour, free stuff that you get with your cable subscription, I bet you didn't know about. Windows and Mac, how to get more disk space back. I mean, you don't want to miss that. And also, if you have an old TV, I'm going to give you the inside scoop on how you can turn it into a smart TV for $30 or less. So stay right where you are with Kim Commando today. Hey, it's Kim Commando today. I'm so glad that you're here. And just a quick reminder, if you ever have a question for me, you can always call us. You can drop me your note over at commando.com. Just hit the link in the top right-hand corner that says email Kim. And how about we start with Jen? Hello there, Jen. Hi, Kim. So happy to have you with us. Thank you. I'm glad to be on. And I love your show. And I love all the advice that you give. I myself am slightly technologically challenged. So um, I just love hearing all the tips uh, that you give to all your listeners. Um, and I uh, had a question. So sure. I thought, who else to turn to? Well, thank you. So what's going on, so, Jen? So my question is, I was thinking about purchasing a digital photo frame for my parents who live long distance from all their kids and grandkids. Um, and I thought that would probably be the most, the perfect and easiest way to get them updated pictures of what's going on in our lives in a timely manner. Sure. Um, figured it'd be easier than the old age of sending pictures via email. Oh, no, yeah, you don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. You know, right. So um, they are extremely technology. And um, I, there's so many out there. I was getting a little confused as to the functions of all of them. So my question would be, what would be the best for us all being far away that we could simply and easily um, send these from our phone and even the grandkids, the pictures to the grandparents, um, and where they would not have to do anything. We would be available for the initial setup to help them, yeah. but then they could just enjoy the pictures. Well, you know, it's there, like you said, there's just a ton of them out there, right? Just a ton. Right. Um, when Mother's Day came around this year, I thought, you know, I'm going to give my mother a digital photo frame. So I went out shopping like you. And so like, which is the best one? And I want to pay a monthly storage fee. And I wanted to make it easy for everybody in the entire family to send her photos. And so I picked a, a brand that we actually had reviewed over on the website. Ben, our news director, he actually reviewed it and he said it was great. And he had, he had one complaint about it is that sometimes the photos, when they're uh, vertical, they maybe like they squish up a little bit. But I really haven't seen that too much of an issue on mine. 
But I bought my mother a frame made by a company called Aura, A-U-R-A. And out of the box, super easy to set up. When you buy it, what you want to do is make sure that you specify that it's a gift. Okay. Okay. Um, And when it is set up, specify that it's a gift. And so you just hook it up to Wi-Fi. And then once it's hooked up to Wi-Fi, there's an app. And then your mom and dad or you can do it. I actually did it for my mom. Is that I emailed uh, this link for everybody in the family where they can send their their photos directly to the frame. So you open up the Aura app. It opens up your Google Photos or your photo gallery on your iPhone. You just point and click and select which photos that you want. It stores up to 100,000 different photos. Wow. Um, since Mother's Day, I last time I checked, I think she has 1,300 photos. <laughs> and uh, when you, if she likes a photo, she can touch the screen. And then okay. that photo will play more in the rotation. Oh, and it, wow. And it shows two photos at the same time, sometimes one photo, uh, does videos. Um, but I'll tell you, watching her sit there, watch this frame with a huge smile on her face Right, is just worth the $150, how much the frame costs, 10 times. Because okay. uh, my, right. my niece had uh, a son, and so she's sending photos of her. Uh, now it's a great-grandchild to my mother. And, and you know, I'll go. I'll be in her kitchen, and I'll hear her say, "Look at how big this cookie pots is getting." You know, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and it's really uh, such a joy uh, to be able to okay. do that. And so that's the one that I would recommend. And there, there, like I said, there are others. Like another one, a good contender is um, is a made by a company called Pickstar, uh, but. I tell you, I, I don't think you could probably beat the one that I got in it because it's just so incredibly easy. I'll post a link to it over at commando.com. And if you want to see um, if you want to see uh, Ben's full review, you can do that. So does that set you up Great. there in Memphis? Yes, that sounds perfect. That's, I think that's exactly what we will need to be able to keep them, you know, current in our lives and just with daily photos. The, the texting of photos doesn't really seem to work. I'm not sure they grasped that concept yet. So I think the digital frame will be perfect. Yeah. And then one of the things that I did is I actually scanned some older photos. Okay. uh, Of my parents when like in the fifties and sixties and seventies. And so every once in a while, I just throw like that curveball, and she's like, what? You know, so it's like, like, how's this this happening? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, like there was one where she's, um, it's, it's a typical 60s photo. She's wearing like this big white wig, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so if you have any of those laying around, you might want to throw them in just for giggles because it does make for great, great conversation. Jen, thank you so much for your call. For everybody else, I'll put this on my pile to put a link to it in the Q&A form when I get done with the show. Hey, speaking of digital photo frames, don't forget you can also set up your Amazon Echo as a digital photo frame and your TV too. It's a heck of a lot of fun. All right, Wayne, you're up next. Hello, Kim. Welcome. It's great to speak with you. Well, thank you, sir. What's going on? Well, I am have a question uh, regarding Wi-Fi. I'm trying to run my or extend my Wi-Fi from the main house to a camper trailer that's about uh, approximately 165 feet away from the um, uh, my main house router. Okay. And I'm trying to do this without um, having to um, hardwire a uh, an Ethernet cable? Sure. In other words, I'm trying to do it over the air? Yes, absolutely. I mean, who wants to string a cable from your house to the camper, right? 
Yeah, well, in my case, it's impossible to do. I have a lot of concrete and rocks to go through. I'm I'm in the Texas Hill Country, and it's pretty much all rock. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then we definitely don't want you to do that. You know how like people are now doing like a big deal when they reveal the gender of their new child to come. You know, like they have sure, these, they sure. big party. Well, in New Hampshire, apparently that they, they did a gender reveal for a baby boy in a quarry. And they lit like 80 pounds of dynamite. What? <laughs> it's a crazy story. You got to look it up. And, and like people like all around thought we were ha- they were having like earthquakes and they felt this boom like states away. It's like, okay, maybe we just should have cupcakes, right? Blue cupcakes, well, yeah. pink cupcakes. We don't need to have those. All right. But back to you. I don't know why I thought of that. I'm on a tangent, but I'm back right now. Is that you've got your house and you've got the camper 170. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna recommend uh, an, an outdoor, basically an outdoor antenna that we're gonna, you're gonna put on the house and you're gonna point it at the camper. And it's a long range outdoor antenna. Uh, and it's, a, it's not expensive, they're like 70 bucks. But it, was, okay. but it has really good coverage up to like 200 feet. So as long as you don't move that camper anywhere, Okay, you're going to be okay. Um, But what I'll do is I'm happy to send you a link to this product. It's really easy to set up. You just uh, point, like I said, you just point it at the RV and you're going to get really good coverage up to about 200 feet away. Uh, You can hardwire it if you wanted to, but I know you don't want to do that because then you start talking about bridge modes and switches and things like that. And that gets to be uh, a bit of a nightmare. Uh, Thank you for your call today, Wayne. It's a funny guy. Uh, You know, back in May, Starlink for RVs launched, and the service isn't cheap. It costs $135 a month, $25 more for Starlink's residential service, but you also have a one-time equipment fee of $600. But if you're traveling around in an RV, it might be worth just checking out. Now, I know that you can send a text message from your phone, and you know that, but you can send it using email too. And this is really a great tip for when your phone's battery's dead, you're working without your phone handy or just have like a really crappy cell connection. So to send a text message via email, you need the person's phone number and their carrier. So let's say their phone number is 310-555-1212 Verizon. Well, you would send that email to that phone number, but at vtext.com. Now, to know the person's carrier, just enter their phone number at a specific website. It's called freecarrierlookup.com. Once again, that's freecarrierlookup.com. And then when the person replies to your text, it's going to come back to your email address. Yes, that's pretty snazzy stuff right there. Stay right where you are. We have more tips, tricks, and secrets coming up, as well as more of your phone calls here on Kim Commando today. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, before we go back to all of your phone calls, I want to pass along three fast Google search tricks. Have you ever read something online and you're faced with a word that you don't know what it means or something that you'd like to learn more about? Well, there's no need to leave that page and look it up. What you do is just highlight that word and you right click on it. And then from their little menu that pops up, you're going to select search with Google. 
Now, here's another handy Google trick that works great. When you get too many results from a search, what you want to do is put your search phrase in quotation marks. And this tells Google to only give you those results with the exact word or phrase in those quotation marks. And finally, the third trick, don't go to Google to search, right? You don't have to go to google.com. Just simply enter your search phrase where you normally see a website address in your browser's bar at the top of the page. And if you don't like Google, you can always change your default search inside your browser settings. Uh, it's pretty easy to do. Um, you know, it reminds me of an old joke. You know, where is the best place to hide a body? Where's the best place to hide a body? The second page of a Google search. Yeah, I know. It's because nobody ever goes there. Hey, moments away from a great tip about free stuff we get with your cable subscription. And back to the phones we go with Pastor Joe. Hello there, Pastor Joe. Hey, how you doing? I'm fantastic. What's going on with you, awesome. sir? Well, I'm up here in sunny Michigan today and living the dream, so it's just <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. Thank you for your call. How can I help you? Well, I I appreciate you taking it. You know, as a pastor in in a small congregation church, uh, you know, we do all the Facebooks live, and, and we have a Facebook page and a website and, and all of those social media things. But one thing that my congregants ask for a lot is they're like, do you have an app that we can put on our phone where everything is right there for us? And I'm like, well, you know, that's a good idea. But I really have no clue where to start. <laughs> it's a great idea. And thank you for sharing that. But I don't know how to make that magic happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, you know, fortunately, there are things now called software as a service. I mean, okay. when when iPhones first came out, you know, 13, 14 years ago, if you wanted to build an app, you had to have like developers, right? Mm -hmm. And artists and programmers. And then every single time that Apple would make an update or there'd be a change in the Android operating system is that your app would crash. And then you'd have to update it. It was like this, you know, co constant cat and mouse game. And, I see. and so now what we have is we have companies that say, you know what, if you want an app, you can use our template and then we'll charge you a fee every month. Or as a matter of fact, if you let us put ads in your app, maybe you can even make some money. And so, uh, like, for example, the commando.com app, we didn't develop that. Okay. We, we, okay. we did a deal with a company that said we can build you an app. And then what you do is you just supply you put there's a way that you'll supply your content through typically RSS feeds that will go into the app. So you don't have to worry about if there's an operating system update or if this doesn't work on that platform or whatever it may be, because it just makes it a lot easier. So when it comes time for church apps, there is a myriad of companies that can offer you a, a point and click solution. So where you would do a deal with them, and when I say deal, I mean you would pay them a certain amount every month. Okay? Right. And then that certain amount would be for so much data that was going to go through the app or so many users. And okay. some, of, some of these will do deals with you like I have that, you know, if they sell an ad within the app that, that it helps keep those costs down because, you know, the, the app for us is not a profit center, and it's not going to be a profit center for you. Right. Uh, unless you start selling things along the way on the app. But I don't, I'm not selling any physical goods anymore. So, you know, we're not selling tablets and dash cams. And so it's, 
it's you know so we don't have that whole e-commerce part happening because okay just yeah. I, I just couldn't compete with amazon okay i you know they're bigger than me they won okay so okay <laughs> sure okay so now so we there are companies like my pocket church where it, oh, okay it, i've never heard of them okay, but. which which i'll give you a list of these um but it's like so it's a hundred dollars a month and then then you might pay more more if you want certain features so but it'd be a way okay. for you to put you could put your live stream in there uh your podcasts mm-hmm. Your daily devotionals, if you would like to do that. Um, okay. Blogs, photos, contact information, uh, prayer requests, whatever it may be that you, or even, and then the other side of that is that you could send them text messages automatically, say, if they opted in, of course, uh, 15 minutes before the sermon's about to begin or before this event or what, or just a reminder to sign up, you know, whatever, whatever you guys and gals right. are trying to do. Um, right. There, there's another one called Apollo Church that they say that they are going to always be the cheapest for the church, always be the cheapest. So, well, that's good. So, yes, and so they also offer geofencing, uh, which means that when when they are if when you, they go back to the church, okay, if you're they're going back in physically into the church that you'll know who actually is in the church, but plus you can say, hey, welcome to church today. This is Pastor Joe, and I'm really I'm really happy to see you here today. Okay, so explain that again. How does that work? It's called geofencing. So geofencing. So when okay. when a person will steps on the church's property, because you'll put a fence like on a map and say when they get into I this see. area, is that they could get a personalized message from you in the app uh, or via text, however they want to, however you want to configure it, that will say, hey, this is Pastor Joe. Thanks for coming by. I'm really glad that you're here. Today's message is about this. You can find more information about it here. You know, or if you want to read this passage, whatever it may be. So there's a lot, mm-hmm. of, there's a lot of cool things that you can do with an app. So like I mentioned, there's, there's about a half a dozen of these Probably more, probably closer to a dozen, as I originally said, uh, of these different companies. And let me pick a few for you to check out. And then if you need any more information about it along the way, or wondering about this, or how does this cost work, or how do I get it here or there or whatever, um, I'm here for you. Just give me a call back, and I'm happy to talk about it. But I'm going to post those links in the Q&A forum, as well as we'll send you an email, Pastor Joe. And- All right, so here's a fun fact. Okay, you can use this. The iOS App Store launched when? In 2008, with how many apps? How many apps do you think they launched with? Okay, I'll tell you, 500 apps. So let's zoom past to today. How many apps do you think are available across iOS and Android platforms? So iOS App Store started in 2008 with 500 apps. How many apps are available today? Just say the number out loud. Just say the number out loud. Okay, well, I don't know if you're right or wrong because I can't hear you, but... Seven million apps right now are available across iOS and Android platforms. Isn't that amazing? All right, let's talk about ExpressVPN. Because when you use the bathroom, you always want to close the door behind you, right? You don't want some random passerby just looking in on you. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Your ISP knows every single website you visit. And they can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who are going to use all that data to target you. 
Here's how it works. ExpressVPN stops all this nonsense by creating a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity just can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices, on my phones, laptops, even routers. And if you like me and you believe that your online activity is your business, secure yourself. Go to expressvpn.com slash Kim today, right now. And if you use my exclusive link, that's expressvpn.com slash Kim, you get an extra three months for free, no charge. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. All right, cover a lot of guides about cutting the cord, but sticking to cable might have its upsides. Like, for example, some cable packages include free streaming subscriptions, which means you can enjoy the best of both worlds, rather. Um, but you also get some other things that you might not know of. You can get cheap or even free Wi-Fi. So if you're looking for ways to save on your internet connection, you may qualify for low-income internet options. Uh, it's called the Lifeline Program, or another one's called the Affordability Connectivity Program. And that's something for you to definitely check out. And also, many cable providers want to turn your router into a Wi-Fi hotspot for the entire neighborhood. So this way, other customers can get internet service no matter where they are. Now, you might not like the idea of providing people with free internet, but it can benefit you too, because if you're a Comcast customer out in the wild, you're struggling to connect to the internet, if you're near another Comcast customer, you might be able to connect to their Wi-Fi. Uh, number two on our list is a huge video on-demand library, and this is really something. So if you're looking for the season finale of your favorite show that aired at 8 p.m., but you're not home... With these on-demand services, you can watch the episode on your schedule. Now, just about every cable company and satellite service has this on-demand setup. And it's usually simple. It's just using remote to navigate to the on-demand section. Just watch those costs because sometimes these on-demand programs will cost some money. Now, many folks switch to streaming because they think it helps them break free from their broadcasting schedules. Uh, but it can do that. But you have to remember that you may not have all the content that you have all the time because of licensing. Another benefit is if you stick with cable TVs, you get on-the-go music streaming for free. So music isn't just limited to your TV. Get on your phone or your computer, too. So what you want to do is look up your cable provider, see if it offers desktop music streaming on its app. Some even have mobile apps for ad-free streaming, no matter where you're located. So if you're really into music, something that you love, and you don't want to pay for, I don't know, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, Amazon Music, I mean, the list goes on and on you might be able to get it free with that cable subscription. And that's something because as you start looking at all your different cable charges and your streaming services, you may find that cutting the cable just isn't saving you money anymore. And so that's something for you to definitely take a look at. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as if you're on Windows or Mac, I have a great quick tip on how you can get more disk space back. And then later on, speaking of streaming and TVs, if you have an old TV and you're like, what the heck do I do with it? How do I bring it into the digital age? Uh, you can turn into a smart TV for $30 or less. So stay right where you are. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Hey, while you're listening to Kim Commando today right now, just a quick reminder, you can catch the Kim Commando show. That's my huge weekend radio show here both Saturday and Sunday nights, all three hours. So happy to be here. So proud to be part of WLS. 
And you can also hear the show online at WLSAM.com. And this portion of the show has been brought to you by Total AV for complete security across all your devices. I trust Total AV's industry-leading antivirus security suite. You know, well, here's what you need to do. Head to protectwithkim.com today, and you get an exclusive introductory rate of just $19 for the first year, and that covers up to five of your or your loved one's devices. That's right. It's just $19 for the first year, but you have to go to this address, protectwithkim.com. Once again, that's protectwithkim.com. All right, before we go back to all of your phone calls, have you ever wondered where all that storage space has gone on your Windows PC or your Mac? Well, sit back and prepare to be amazed because this is a pro secret that's going to show you. First, let's talk about how to manage disk space in Windows. You're going to head over to Settings and then System and Storage. Of course, that's how you see how much space you have left. But here's the pro tip. Click Show More Categories. Yes, and then you get a detailed report and then Storage Sense. This lets Windows automatically free up space by deleting unnecessary files. Now, for our Mac listeners from the Apple menu in the corner of your screen, choose About This Mac, and then you're going to click Storage. You can see all kinds of categories of files. But there's a handy-dandy button there that's marked Manage. Now click that, and then an option pops up called Reduce Clutter. And that's where you can find files can be deleted like magic. You have more space for all the important stuff like your photos, your videos, and your games. All right, still to come, how to turn your old TV into a smart TV for 30 bucks or less. But back to the phones, we go with Edith. Hi there, Edith. Hello, Kim. It's such a pleasure to get to finally talk with you directly. Oh, thank you. I am hoping you can help me. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I have been seeking help by doing Google searches, talking to my kids even, because I've just run into a dilemma. I am currently meeting with women of about 10 of us once a week, and we are part of an affiliation with a larger group that has local, state, regional, international even uh, members. And I have been recently requested to be the secretary of that group. And as in that position, I have the responsibility of managing their contact list. And I have been trying to locate a software package or a way to do that so that I can have it on my computer. They tell me, oh, just add it to your personal contact. Mm. Well, I don't want to do that. That's just major complication for me. I've got hundreds of personal contacts and groups and things that are, you know, that I'm using so personally. How, how many contacts are you needing to manage? Well, I need to manage um, probably, if I include everything, only between 50 and 100 because I'm, we meet monthly, and we have a need to inform people in various um, churches in our area so, about our meetings. Okay, so and let me so ask I you. Group, okay, so let me let ahead. me ask you a few questions, Edith. I I, I, I think okay. I understand what you need. Okay, so do you want to send these people alerts about the meetings, recaps? Uh, do you want to track if it's somebody's birthday, uh, if they're having an event? What is you want to, or you want to track all of the above? We want to track all of the above. We want to be able to text and email from okay. this. I want it to basically behave like my personal contact list. Okay, so, so that I here's have... so here's what we use. Okay, okay. I'm I'm not part of a big company, iHeart or uh, Clear Channel or Westwood or Cumulus or Intercom, you know, any of those. I'm self what's called self syndicated. Okay, and so mm-hmm. we have 
to contact each of these radio stations, the 420 odd radio stations on a regular basis to say, hi, how are you? It's your birthday or uh, we have this event coming up and we're going to text you. We're going to give you a contract. We have this. We have a brand new product coming out called the Digital Light Pack, which is uh, which is actually Monday through Friday now. And it's like a power user tip that I'm doing. So it's constant communication. And so we use what's called the CRM. It's a contact relationship management program. They don't call them contact programs anymore or contact lists. It's a CRM. The one that we use is a, is made by HubSpot. That's H-U-B-S-P-O-T, HubSpot. I think, Edith, this is exactly what you need to track. And you need to I be... Don't need- I don't need it to give me marketing data or any of that. Okay, you know what? There, there are that. different there are different levels. You don't need to even okay. turn on the marketing. If you don't want to turn on the marketing, you don't have to. If you don't want to know any of that, they have different tiered levels. There's a and so take a look at HubSpot because it's really easy to use. It integrates with your email. Then you have all your contacts in one place. You have all your activities that you've done with that. And if you do want the marketing data at some point, who knows? Maybe you might want to know like who's actually opening your email then you have that information as well. HubSpot.com. Ida, thank you so much for your call. You know, CRMs is one of these things that you just have to try in your own business in order to figure out which is the one that actually works for you. But of course, Salesforce is probably the best known company. The company has more than, it's huge, 150,000 customers. And they own more than 20% of the overall CRM market. And it's growing at a revenue rate of like 25% per year. It's just huge. But what you want to do with Salesforce, insider tip, is that you want to talk to them and then you always want to ask for a discount because you can get a new client discount, uh, under five seat discount, whatever it may be. So always hold out for the discount because I bet you you'll get it. All right. So if you have an old television laying around and wishing that it had some smarts, you can bring it into the streaming age for about 30 bucks or maybe less. And here's a big secret that the television manufacturers, they just don't want you to know. So long as that old television has an HDMI port, you can use it to watch your favorite streaming shows on Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, HBO, HBO Max, and more. Um, all you need is a streaming service dongle that plugs into the TV's HDMI port. And you've got three solid options for this. If you're an Amazon Prime member, the $20 Amazon Fire TV stick will give you movie shows and music on Prime Video and Prime Audio. Next up, the Google Chromecast. Now for $30, you get access to any streaming service that has an app on your iPhone or Android. But for the ultimate streaming service, it's hard to beat the $30 Roku Streaming Stick Plus. Just name the streaming service and you've got it, live news and along with sports. And if you need names for that, just hit our website at commando.com. And don't forget, you can get your free Windows or Mac guide by heading to commando.com slash free guides. And I'll see you again here on Kim Commando Today. One more thing, make sure that you sign up for our free tech newsletters delivered right to your inbox. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe now while you're thinking about it. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. And thanks for listening. I appreciate you.